0: Welcome to the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. I am your host and the vice president here at Rise Up For You. Today, we're going to talk about wellness from the inside out and maybe from the outside in. As you know, on Rise Up For You, we love to talk about ourselves as a whole person. Our money, our relationships, and our health all affect our career and vice versa. Especially after the last few years, there's been a lot of capacity decrease, stress, etc. Dr. Tanisha Wards comes to us as the founder and medical director of Infinity Wellness Center. It supports the top 5% most difficult cases that are often written off by other doctors. I know you're intrigued already, right? She founded the Infinity Way, which is a program to uncover and correct the root cause of chronic fatigue and other patient symptoms. The Infinity Way is a custom care plan. It follows her by her whole team, meets with unique needs of individual patients, and helps them achieve their wellness goals. Dr. Ward's established her practice with science-backed, holistic principles that support Whole Body Health. And as you know, we love to support the whole person here at Rise Up For You. Dr. Tanisha,
1: thank you for being on our show. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and chat about all the stuff.
0: Absolutely. So great to have you on. So how did you originally get interested in holistic medicine and in supporting people and really being I almost feel like you're an undercover detector in the body of like, how can I solve the unsolvable quote unquote?
1: Yeah, that's a great way to put it. That's exactly what we do. So it starts with my own story. A lot of people in this field, I really think are there for the passion and to help people not have to go through the traditional medical route of being told you're fine. Your lab tests are normal. Nothing's wrong with you that I did that lasted an entire year. Um, I I literally woke up one day, fatigue, all my joints were in pain, swollen, I could barely bend my hands without running them under hot water, Went and I had a rash from my legs down. Went to my doctor, my pediatrician at the time, they quarantined me, that's a word we know and use lovingly now, but then in 1994, I should say, um, came through the back door of the clinic, they didn't know what was wrong with me, long story short, went to doctor after doctor. They thought it was MS. They thought it was rheumatoid arthritis. They thought it was lupus, right? It's never lupus. (laughs) I mean, sometimes it is, but that's usually a go-to for these types of symptoms. Finally, we found a doctor that recognized it was Lyme disease, but it took a year to figure it out. Um, And then later in life, I had another issue after having my daughter with autoimmune thyroid and Epstein-Barr virus. So Going through both of those and getting stuck in the in the medical model of, you know, it's not cancer, it's, you know, we don't have to do surgery, there's no medication for you, we don't know what's wrong. Of course, I was offered the pain medications and the antidepressants and took some of them, which, you know, made me probably a little happier, but still had the pain, still had the fatigue, still had the issues. And I just don't, excuse me, don't want anybody to have to really go through that stressful situation. Um of really their their practitioner just not really doing a deep dive and doing their job into figuring out what's actually causing the pain, what's actually causing the fatigue and the dysfunction.
0: Absolutely. So let's say that people are listening, they themselves have some type of autoimmune condition, perhaps, mm-hmm. or symptoms, or they know someone. So that's probably 90% of everyone listening. <laughs> and where would you suggest that somebody starts? And how much do you think mindset plays into healing ourselves as well?
1: Yeah. I- two loaded questions um, I definitely think you know going to their general practitioner is not a bad start necessarily they're gonna run some very basic blood panels they're gonna run some very high level stuff right um, but if that really doesn't go far I would definitely recommend looking at a functional medicine and because of the last two years and everything that's been so stressful and covid, we're mostly telehealth these days. A lot of people are. So you can, you can work with most any practitioners anywhere in the country. So finding a practitioner that A has experience in a lot of the symptoms you're doing, but B looks at the body of how well you're functioning and finding core root cause issues. Absolutely. If you're being called a medical mystery, you're coming to a dead end, everything's fine, but you feel like you're dying. Definitely. I think functional medicine is, is the right place to start for sure. Um, the second part of that question, what was the second part of that question?
0: <laughs> that our mindset, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. We work with patients who have been sick for two and three decades. There is a huge mind shift set, a whole a whole mindset shift that needs to happen from becoming the sick person, either in your family, in your friend circle, at work, right? And as people, we see them heal. They have to learn to be well again. They have to learn to function differently in the world to be well and to stay well. And another piece of that, and that's kind of during the healing process, another piece of that is 90 to 95% of patients I ask, you know, when did you crash? When did your first symptoms show up? What was happening in your life? Most of them will say, oh, it was after a divorce. It was after a financial issue. It was after a parent died. So absolutely mindset and um, mood and, and our daily habits every day to keep those in the right place. I know affect our hormones, our brain chemistry, our immune system, all of that matters. So a lot of people got here, got to the sick part because of mindset, for sure, or just what they were going through or stress management, their inability to adapt with that. So that's definitely how you could have gotten here. But also the mind shift has to change to get out of there, of a sick state.
0: Yeah, I love that because we talk a lot about emotional intelligence. Yeah. And their self-awareness and their self-management and stress, which has really increased for all of us for the most part in the last few years, it it's not always when bad things happen. It could just be a title change, even if it's positive. Even when you have, let's say, a child and you, uh, you have a new parent role or you gain a better house. And of course, it happens on the flip side. Maybe you Absolutely. got divorced and maybe you lost a job, et cetera, et cetera that stress in the body that can trigger things if we don't know how to manage it and so having that support is something that we talk a lot about as well just from a mindset standpoint.
1: Absolutely. And we work with 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 patients in programs and we have a mindset coach, we have a health coach, they're assigned a doctor, we do emotional clearings with stored emotions and traumas in your body. Like all of these things together heal, right? We're we're one of the only countries in the world that separate mind from body and we shouldn't, you know, in Chinese medicine, you have a stomach ache. Oh, what's eating you? Or, you know, even the little medicine women in Native American and, and, you know, Hispanic cultures here. Oh, sweetie, what's bothering you? What's hurting? What's, you know, what's eating at you? That's the kind of stuff that we miss, I think, in our medical field or medical model here, 100%. Once in a while, right, you'll get a general doctor that might say, oh, you know, what are you going through? But it's, it's rare. And they don't think that could be the culprit. And speaking of, after I had my daughter later in life at 37, I absolutely that's when the autoimmunity sh- Epstein-Barr virus showed up. I was expanding a practice, brought on some new practitioners, um, a newborn baby, like just burning the candle kind of thing. My practice was really, really busy. And yeah, you know, there's only so much that you can do to be a superhuman and a su- super mom until the body, the adrenal glands, the stress adds up and the body's like, no more, no more.
0: Absolutely. So what are some things that people can do if they're listening and they're feeling, you know what, I think I have kind of burnt my adrenals, or I'm feeling burnt out, or maybe this is an autoimmune something. And of course, they're going to go to their doctor, they're going to find someone like you, a functional medicine doctor as well. What are some things, though, some simple hacks that we can do, maybe perhaps meditation or exercise?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think high level, though, is getting the right diagnosis getting the right labs, figuring out what it is we're dealing with and then working backwards from that. So if it's an adrenal burnout, definitely doing things that bring down cortisol. So I tell people, you know, if you're exhausted, if you're depleted, you're hitting burnout, let's not train for a marathon. Let's not even do a HIIT workout. So things like walking, absolutely mindful meditation, anything that's going to pull you out of this fight or flight place and put you into rest and digest. Sometimes we have tough conversations in the office like, you know you may have to look at a different job you're working 70 hours a week we definitely address all of those things but if i were to say three things to start the healing process sleeping pooping and hydration <laughs> so if you're not doing those that. three things you're not healing right the digestive tract has to work to be able to absorb minerals and nutrients and to rebuild your your glands and organs cuz they can rejuvenate we get new cells and new skin and everything every 90 days so that all happens from what we need in a, it, from our digestion, from our, from our gut microbiome, absorbing the right things, eliminating the wrong things, sleeping. I tell people, if you're not getting six hours of uninterrupted sleep, we have to stop and fix that because that's when the body does those things to rejuvenate and then it's so simple but... I would I would bet that 75 to 80% of Americans are not drinking half their body weight in ounces of water. They're just not, right? Dehydration sometimes can fix or hydration can sometimes fix on the upside of five and six symptoms people walk in the door with. You know, pain constipation, you know, fatigue, sometimes it's just water. So those are just, those aren't even hacks. Those are just, you need to do this to move forward in life on earth because it's a toxic planet and we're trying to be healthy in it. Those are just kind of things, but um, yeah, whatever it takes to, to pull you out of that, that fight or flight place and to rest and digest to heal and rebuild.
0: I love that. Mm -hmm. Where did you start after you had your daughter, and then you found out you had Epstein Barr, which was maybe maybe dormant, and then was Mm -hmm. is that sort of how autoimmune conditions work? Are they already in the body, and then a stressor can flare them up?
1: Absolutely. So I had two separate things going on. Epstein Barr virus was a virus that you had to have had mono at some point in your life. The analogy I like to use is a lot of people know in order to have shingles later in life, you had to have had Um, chicken pox, right? It comes from that strain of virus that is lying dormant. So you had to have had mono, which I don't know that I had, but I was very ill with Lyme disease younger. So that would have been an opportunistic time. So I had to have had that for the EBV, Epstein-Barr virus to express. Absolutely. I think it was right here and my immune system did this and it was like party time. The autoimmunity, you know, the, Basically, the definition of autoimmunity is is your body thinks that your own organs or your own tissues are are enemies. They think, so my body thought my thyroid was public enemy number one. (laughs) That, we don't know exactly what causes Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is the autoimmune of the thyroid. We have a lot of thoughts and theories. Definitely an underlying virus or bacteria can inflame it. We know that gluten can inflame the thyroid and then the body attacks it definitely the thyroid and the adrenals are antagonistic of each other. If the adrenals are really, really stressed, the thyroid goes slow it down, sister. We need to stay here at homeostasis. So we don't know exactly what caused the body to attack the thyroid. Um, and that's what we kind of got to dig into to, to remove the stressor because the body's doing what it's supposed to do. There's inflammation of the thyroid. It's going to go attack it to try to bring that inflammation down. So I actually got hit with both. Um, and it, Really, the first couple things I did after I ran the right test and figured it out was doing a lot of supplementation to rebuild adaptogenic herbs for the adrenals, rebuilding the thyroid, lowering inflammation in the body. I was doing lots of antioxidants, cleanses. I did a lot of gut repair before cleanses, though. You want to make sure you're strong enough to go into a cleanse and and changing some things in my life. Yeah just changing some lifestyle things like, okay, something's got to give here. I'm a brand new mom and I'm trying to run this practice. Like where, who do I need to hire? Where do I need to back off to get the good hours of sleep, to, you know, get up in the morning, things like that.
0: Absolutely. I can relate to the needing to set boundaries and how to avoid burnout. Also recovering people pleaser. I mean, myself and then a lot of the clients we work with being able to say, no, I such a good book called the best. Yes. Like we can give give ourselves permission to not have to say yes to everything, but maybe it's our best. Yes. And maybe it's a no for now, or thank you for thinking of me. But right now I'm at capacity and I'm sure that Uh, All the genders, you know, maybe are affected by this, but I know, especially as a woman and as a mom Mm -hmm. that I I need to serve everyone. I need to do everything. And at what, what cost at at what expense? So that's really something I've been working on personally as how do I. Feel good and acknowledge what we are doing and connect right now. I'm going to do the best job I can at doing this podcast with you, and yes. then I will do the best job I can at whatever comes up next <laughs> in my day. Staying,
1: stay that's a perfect example of just staying present, right? When we're multitasking, I mean, it's something I used to ask all the time in an interview can you multitask? Can you multitask, but when we're multitasking, we're on adrenaline, right? We're trying to do this and trying to do that, and you know, the brain isn't built to. Focus on five things at once, and that puts us in fight or flight. That burns up our adrenals, right? That is that is the that is exactly how we got here. (laughs) That is exactly the road to burnout. (laughs) Another thing that 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 the best yes made me think of is um, some of the best business advice I've ever gotten, and I've let it go into my personal life. Is Noah is a complete sentence? Do I have to follow up with why? Do they really need to know? Like no like you said, that's just, you know, no, not right now. Or do you even have to say that, right? Being true to yourself. If it's a no, it's a no.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I heard the flip very similar to that. If it's not a absolute yes, it's a no. And being able to trust our intuition and tap into that and feel that, yes, people want to like us. They want to know us. They want to trust us. If we're talking about as a business owner yeah, and They will respect us more if we live within our values and our integrity and set boundaries than they will if we go totally overboard and say, yes, I can see you at midnight when they know why. Why are you doing that? That doesn't serve anyone. And so that is such a good one. Uh, Dr. Tanisha, how do we find out more about you? How do we connect with you?
1: Yeah. So a couple different websites, Dr. Tanisha Wards. Um, We're in Austin, Texas, but we can see people all over the country. Um, That's a really good spot. I'm Dr. Tanisha on all the socials. And then our clinic, and there's three of us, is Infinity Wellness ATX, which ATX is short for um, Austin, Texas. Oh, I love that. Which is where we're based. Yeah.
0: And the spelling on on your name is Doctor, so D R, no period after it in the website, and then T E N E S H A, W A R D S, and of course we'll link it in the show notes as well. Thank uh, you. I love that. We love to ask kind of a closing question, okay? And that is, what does Rise Up for You mean to you?
1: Ooh, good one. And I and I've noticed the name of your podcast more than once. Um, And every time I've read Rise Up, it definitely stimulated some sort of emotion for me. And it, for me, rising up, I really think is showing up for the best, as the best version of yourself in that moment for what you're doing, rising above whatever you know, you think is holding you back because it may not really be holding you back, but just really moving forward, being the best person you can be. But it's funny you ask that because yeah, every time I was like, rise up for you. I like that being just really, I think, true to yourself as you move forward in life.
0: Absolutely. Oh Well, thank you so much for taking time out and being on our show today.
1: Thank you so much. I really loved it.
0: Absolutely. Oh, so good. I love to talk about the body and health. And it's so interconnected to us as a whole person and really living our potential in our lives. Well, if you would like some confidence, I encourage you to go to our website, download our free confidence kit under our resources or riseupforyou.com slash confidence. I am Lauren Sweeney, your host. And until our next episode, Rise Up for you.